You're listening to Drinking on the Job, D-O-T-J. I'm your host, John Coyle. Drinking on the Job is a toast to the culture of food, wine, and all things fermented. We'll be talking with winemakers, musicians, artists, late-night bartenders, scoundrels, and more. It's time to grab a glass before its last call. The Douro is one of the oldest demarcated wine regions in the world. I'm sitting with Lucia Cavallo from Casa Santa Eufemia, an artisan porthouse which is single-handedly resurrecting near-extinct varietals. I am fortunate to be in uh, one of the more interesting porthouses in uh, Portugal, in the Douro Valley. I'm sitting with Lucia Carvalho, which means horse. Yes. All right. <laughs> uh, so uh, just we're going to help demystify port a bit. So... Uh, the Douro is, uh, is an ancient land. Grapes here have been grown, I mean, B.C., um, long time. And uh, Casa Santa Eufemia is uh, a unique porthouse in that they've always been a state. So they're a grower porthouse. They grow all their own grapes. They make their own wine. And then, uh, and then in 1986, something interesting happened when you joined the EU. Why don't you tell us a little bit of the Casa Eufemia story, how you're now bottling your own mm-hmm. as opposed to before so um the farm starts with my grand grandfather mm-hmm. um when he, when he married and uh, in the beginning it's just a house and small small lands around the house but uh, they they sell more uh, more uh, vineyards more lands and uh, we always making the wine for the uh, uh, Usually English people mm-hmm. that has the have the warehouses in Villanova de Gaia. Before 1986, you made your own wine and then you sold it. Yes. By law, you had to sell it to yes. uh, Taylor, Sandeman, the big yes. houses. Kind of what we happened were, in Sherry, uh, where we, all of a sudden it was free. You could bottle and market your own. We started to bottling mm-hmm. in, 1990, uh, in 1993 mm-hmm. uh, when my father uh, forms the company. The mm-hmm. statement uh, with these sense. Mm-hmm. So we start with the ports. Uh, later we start with the Doru, still Doru wines as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, beginning we have um, uh, uh, big quantities of uh, all uh, special the townies, because <coughs> during this time uh, that we making wine, we storage port wine. Mm-hmm. So the aging, we have a big quantity for to making a 10, 20, mm-hmm. 40, and 30 so years old. as a result of you not uh, selling just enough to the big houses, you kept stock yes. of uh, some of amazing old wines yes. that you still have in the house. And this is what makes Casa Euphemia unique. Yes, correct? yes. Yeah. We are the, the market. Consider us our wines. We recognize our quality, and uh, they they says that uh, <coughs> more for uh, townies, mm-hmm. uh, the peoples associate us to the the towny ports mm-hmm. especially. A towny port. So, tell me, why don't we go through the different ports, and you can tell us. Uh, because now we can help people understand when they're in a restaurant and they have port and they get handed a list. It's Tawny, Ruby, then 40, 20, 30, 40-year-old 40 Tawnies and Rubies, the Reserva. <coughs> so let's go through one at a time. The difference between Tawny and Ruby port. Okay. The port one is like divided into big groups, mm. the red, uh, the Rubies and the Tawnies. Mm. The Ruby wines is wines very young. Mm. 
uh, and fruity. The color is very red. Mm -hmm. And uh, so uh, in this kind of ones is what we have. Um, the ruby, it's a normal mm -hmm. wine, but you also have the vintage and LBVs. Mm -hmm. So LBV is late bottled vintage. Yes. Right? Yes. So rubies, uh, it can be made of, uh, of a number of grapes, right? We can make uh, for a very uh, a number of, of grapes. Mm. So the difference between the, 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 the brands, the, the quality for a vintage, it's the complexity, the color, the, the, the tannins. Yeah. Uh, the vintage, it's, we can make it only vintage when the weather, the conditions are very specific. Mm -hmm. So between ruby and tawny, tawny is a, so ruby is just barrel aged, right? Same ruby? grapes that go into tawny that go into ruby? No, the ruby, the ruby is very young and it's once around the two, three years of okay. that aging. Uh, we want to preserve the fruity, mm -hmm. so we use big tanks right. for that the, the oxidation is less. Right. The tawnies is wines that we keep for a long time in the barrels, so with wines with oxidations. Mm. And then the 10, 20, 30 or 40 years old depends the time that aging in these barrels. Mm -hmm. Okay. So uh, the barrel aging does two things. It oxygenates the wine, and that's why tawny is more... If I So ruby is more like Cabernet, if you were going to break it down to somebody like... Uh, darker fruit, darker color, and tannins, yes, right? Yes, very, very mature, ripe, fruity, like plums, red fruits. Mm -hmm. And then uh, tawny, because it's been in barrels a longer time. Usually the town, it depends the, the companies, mm -hmm. but usually have around the four or five years mm -hmm. aging in barrels. Mm -hmm. And so you get a different color because of exposure to oxygen. It's yes. A, it's, it's tanned, it's... It's, a much it's an oxidation, mm -hmm. so the colors, they lose the reflex, the, color, the red, mm -hmm. and start to appear the browns. Mm -hmm. So where my more um, uh, older, more, town, more brown is the wine. Like, uh, uh, and the, as the, the flavor change as well. They lose uh, the fruity, the ripe fruity, and starting to appear the dry fruits and mm. uh, this kind of... More kind of uh, almonds, like nut, yes, nut component. Because uh, I compare tawny to sherry, like Oloroso sherry almost, similar in like this kind yes, of nutty, spicy, yes, yes. lighter for sure. Yes, um, yeah. Okay. And the dif difference, one of the, is uh, the sweet, the sherry is more is dry. Dry, yeah, okay. Uh, and uh, we can uh, also have some, um, uh, it's wines with sugar. We can win as well, like uh, notes of honey. Mm -hmm. okay. okay, sure. Something more caramel, mm -hmm. more uh, more sweet. Right. Okay, so let's go to the next category. Then we're going to talk about your family. We're going to talk about your grandfather and you being here over 100 years and you're still here. Yes. And I have to tell you, the village here, it's like a, a, a land that has been untouched by time <laughs> everything like stone walls super high elevation uh so we did tawny with the ruby uh vintage port so a it's the wineries of the houses all come together and they say the vintage port it's only making in um not in every year it's right. declared a vintage port it's when the conditions uh the weather conditions 
uh, propose to for this kind of wine. Mm-hmm. Usually, it's in wine, uh, years that is a little bit more dry. Mm-hmm. That the bags is not so so bigger. There is a like a concentration mm-hmm. of uh, in in the bag, and you can make wines very concentration with uh, lots of complexity. Mm-hmm. This kind of wines are going to to then uh, it, the wines are very dark mm-hmm. color. Uh, and they are going to, to mature it inside the the bottle. And so you have to bottle very long time, right? To bottling mm-hmm. after two years, mm-hmm. and you can keep for a long, long, long time. Mm-hmm. Now, every house in port that is a port house has to declare vintage, right? Uh, we we can declare or no. It depends, okay. but usually the people's declares. It's vintage. pretty like everyone agrees because and... it's a prestigious wine. Sure. All right. Mm-hmm. And 2016 and 2017 was the first time in a long time back to back. Yes, usually it's reserve. very difficult to have uh, two two uh, vintage to declare two years um, back yeah. to back. Yeah. Uh, normally in 10 years you have declared vintage uh, three maybe three vintages nor- every decade. Yes. Okay. Huh. Normally. Hmm. So pretty stellar mm-hmm. year. So optimal conditions 16 and 17, you got yes. fantastic. Yes. Okay. Yes. And so then, so we've got uh, vintage. Now, what is Reserva? When someone sees Reserva, mm-hmm. uh, what is that designation? Reserve, it's like uh, you, you can have a reserve in a ruby or a towny. Uh, it's uh, wines with a little bit higher quality than a, a normal ports wine. Okay. Uh, so a little bit more complex. Um, it's a category between the, the LBBs and mm. the ruby in a, mm. in a right. special. It's a, like a towny or a ruby, but a little bit better. Better, better plots or better, yes. better barrels got picked for that. Uh, and then you have, uh, you see on, on wine lists often a tawny or ruby 20, 30, 40 year. Now, what typically would go into something that's a 40 year tawny? A tawny. Tawny, it's uh, <clears throat> the port wine. Uh, when you have uh, usually the port wine, it's a blend of uh, different years. Right. Of course, not you can blend it. It's uh, very very close. Mm-hmm. For example, in our case, for preparing a ten years old, usually I use it wines between five and fifteen years mm-hmm. old. So you can. Uh, uh, in the five years, we have a little bit more fresh mm-hmm. that is interesting in, in, in the blend. Mm-hmm. Or in the, um, and with the 15, I'm going to, to, to give this blend the, the evolution, the oxidation, mm-hmm. the more um, age right. in, 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 so in the So basically, your 10-year tawny has some 15-year-old in it. Uh, around 12, around that. 12%. Yes. Yeah, okay, so, and I, I know we, we spoke earlier, and your 40-year-old Tawny has some 100-year-old yes, port we can, in it as yes, well. Indeed. So, uh, how, how crazy is it to have 100-year-old? Uh, how many barrels do you have left of 100-year-old? We have a few. <laughs> and you, and this was proven, you, you were saying uh, in a conversation earlier prior to this, that uh, the Port Institute basically came by and analyzed Yes, the barrels. All, all the yeah. um, all the port wines that uh, when we sell port wines, mm-hmm. when we bought in port wines, before 
we have to prepare some samples and propose to the Instituto Vinho do Porto to, for uh, 10, 20, the, the kind of wine we want. Mm. And then they go into analyze, they go into taste, and they say, okay, the wine has characteristics for uh, the, the blend that we propose. Right. Or sometimes can have no, but right. usually right. So <laughs> runs the, well. So there's, a, so there's no it's bullshit very, to very, it. It's, no, a, it's, no, no. it's science. We are yeah. very, yeah. very controlled, mm. and uh, it's very important not mm. only for us, but for the consumer, of mm. course. I told you that the, the port wines, usually it's a blend, mm -hmm. but we also have a colheitas. What does this mean? The colheitas is port wines, the one single year. Mm -hmm. okay? And usually the colheitas has the, the vintage here in the bottle. Right. When you'll see in the port wine, the bottle with the, vint with the here is, is the one single year. And the colheitas... We have to, to keep in the barrels. The minimum is seven years. Okay. And after seven years, we can bottling. Okay. Not all, but we can go into bottling. So we, we propose for a, a, a colheita and we can bottling a, a few bottles in the, in the one here and the last, uh, next uh, some, some bottles. We don't have to, like the vintage and the LBV, to bottling yeah. in this old... Uh, so also what makes you cool, let's talk about um, something that Casa Santa Euphemia does that's interesting and more interesting than a lot of the big houses. You actually have some grapes that are bordering going to be extinct and you're still planting those and using those in your blends. And what are those? I mean, I can list a, a couple of them, but I'm not sure which ones are. Uh, uh, we know the uh, Tinto. And do you have the a Tinto named after your family? Tinto yeah. Carvalho? Is that Tinto any, Carvalho, yes. Yeah, is that after your family? <laughs> Tinto, uh, it's a one varieties. Okay. The, the Douro region is very rich mm -hmm. in the different kinds of, of grapes. Right. The, the grapes. For to have one idea, we can use it. Uh, 36 different varieties in the wow. Douro, the red, and more or less the same from the whites. So it's very extended. Mm. So, and I think that is one of the things that is very important and to making the interesting the port wine mm -hmm. is this uh, blend of different varieties. Of course, during these these years. Um, some of the, the the grapes is not so interesting because mm. uh, or the production is very low or the bag is very small mm. or a or the maturations is very late right and we have some problems and uh, the natural way some of the grapes are almost disappeared mm. but nowadays there is some um, companies uh, in the in the region and Instituto do Vinho do Porto as well mm. and the, the, the vineyards the, the government that protects try to to recuperate these old very old uh, mm. kinds of grapes is Bastardo on that? Bastardo is one of that uh, we have uh, Rofeto there is uh, and the names are very interesting <laughs> yeah I, I like Bastardo just because yes. I like I think it should be a t-shirt <laughs> 
I'm drinking Bastardo. Bastardo. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so uh, we're going to drink something that's unusual. You make some still wines, but you make a, made a rosé. So we're going to taste that right now. Yeah. And then while we're tasting it, tell us what's, what, what's it made of. And um, how cool. Cheers. Here's a little rosé. <laughs> in Porto. In the Douro. Oh, man. <laughs> so fresh and yes. strawberry and light and For spicy. Me. A lot of spice on this. Uh, yes, uh, this, uh, this is rosé. Mm-hmm. We prepare this blend. We making it with a special Turiga Nacional and Tinta Roriz. Mm-hmm. And uh, for me, uh, I like very much to making rosés yeah. and white wines. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> not only the port, yeah. because it's not easy to to make this kind of wines. Mm. Because uh, what uh, it's very important this fresh you talk. He mm. says, oh, so fresh. Yeah. And the Douro, it's uh, very, the climate, it's very, uh, it's very hot. And mm. sometimes the, the, if you pick up the, the grapes very late, mm. later, um, <clears throat> the, the, the acidity sometimes is very low. Right. So I prepare what do I make. I, I keep up, I pick up this kind of grapes very, very early. For to try to to keep these fresh these flavors uh, in this kind of wine that, mm. for, in my opinion, is very very important. Yeah, yeah. Douro's hot. I mean, we just drove in. It's a couple hours in off the coast, and the temperature went up about thirty degrees. Yeah. Uh, so that's why those those port wines are big, powerful, and oftentimes the particularly the uh, vintage and rubies are people like to have cigars with them or yeah. uh, meat uh, mm-hmm. with them uh, so this is delicious and let's talk about uh, your unicorn wine right you make a white port yes and the base of it is 1973 vintage yes so you don't see a lot of white port so tell us a little bit about the white port because that's kind of cool this this port wine of uh, an history very very interesting mm-hmm. Uh, because <laughs> this, uh, like like I, t- I told you uh, before, we're making wine and sales for the big companies. <clears throat> and uh, in Portugal, and usually in making uh, in the beginning of, of the year. In 1974, there is a big, uh, there is a revolution in Portugal, mm. and uh, there is some problems with the business, so, and we, t- we take... We, we didn't sell this wine and you take with us in, in, in the cellar. Of course, the, uh, like, like uh, some years ago, the people look for the white wines and mm. the ports as well. The wines, the ones very fresh, not the last year. Mm. So it's for the market, it's not an interesting wine. Mm. So we decided to storage and to keep with us this wine. <laughs> right, so that's that's great. Now and you have a barrel, of 1973 <laughs> white port. So and uh, we we took and uh, when we starting and uh, to to bottling and uh, of course we 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 and 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 change a little bit and making not only port wine but for different kinds of of wine we found these wines oh it was 
Delicious. Hmm. Delicious. So what's the fruit pro profile on like like 73 white port? What's it taste like? Because there's Malvasia and there's some other varietals in there. I don't it's even a know, blend so, of, yeah. of uh, local. It's Malvasia, Muscatel, Rabigato. So there very is, aromatic uh, white yes, grapes. Yes. yes. Okay. So and the evolution was fantastic. Yeah. And they wins uh, um, flavors, very interesting. And uh, but it's very difficult to, because the people don't. Uh, we decided to bottling, mm -hmm. but Marcans, when we we talk about oh, we have a old port wine, a white port, port old port white. Oh my God, no! I don't you know, try and see, yeah. and then we we talk. Yeah. When the people try and uh, and the wines, I say, oh my God. <laughs> yeah. It is. I, I remember I had it a few years ago uh, in uh, in our office, so. And uh, you were kind enough to release some to uh, T. Edward Wine, and, mm -hmm. uh, who represents your wines today. I want to thank them for uh, connecting us up. And, uh, but the White Port is one of those, like, uh, we, we sold it immediately because it's an incredible story. Yeah. And then the, then the port tastes like that, and you don't see anything like that in the yes. market. So <laughs> yeah. we're blessed. Um, so anything else you want to tell us about your story, your family story that you think is... Like so different, they're interesting. I mean, you guys have been growing your own grapes, making your own wine. Yes, you went through the revolution in this in the seventies, the war. And what what is interesting as well, uh, we we live and we born in this year, so we know everything about wine. Right. I say, uh, I usually I joke a little bit and uh, says, oh, my first job is to pick up the bags on the floor. <laughs> because when I was a child, I, went, I, I like to go to the harvest. Right. And, uh, of course, I don't have age to cut the grapes because I have, like, five years old. Wow. <laughs> so my job is to pick up the bags wow. <laughs> on the floor. <laughs> yeah. So it's in your blood. Yes, it's in yes, your blood. yes. And by the way, so describe some of the uh, vineyards here because they are so ridiculously steep. There's walls and terraced vineyards that rise up to how many meters? It's like, or the, the elevation is like. The altitude of the vineyards yeah. is between, uh, between uh, uh, 150 until 550. And, uh, and, 50. and right. the, we have some vineyards mm -hmm. that the inclinations is around 45 degre degrees. Yeah, degrees. So, yeah, it's almost like it's walking very, up a wall. Yes, <laughs> yes. Yeah. That's the reason that we have to make in the, the, the terrace. Right. For to to yeah. to plant. And driving here on these hairpin turns, uh, my son Harry was just like, "My God, Dad, don't look <laughs> over the edge." While I was driving, uh, but they're yeah. beautifully terraced. You're driving into the Doro. It's pretty breathtaking, yeah. and it definitely feels like an ancient land. Mm -hmm. um, it is uh, unbelievable. I mean, this port is in your blood. I, your father is 91 years old. Yeah, yes. And was gardening when yes. I pulled up. <laughs> and drive, is still driving. And still driving. And it was on a, by the way, in a steep set of stairs, he's pulling weeds between the stones. I'm like, wow. Uh, yes. And your mom is still around yeah. as well. So it's, uh, Not so well, but yeah. yes. But how old is your mom? She's 87. Wow. Yes. So you, you and your brother run? We had, uh, yes, we mm. had the young. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, when uh, <clears throat> when I was born, my, my I born late. Uh, uh, we are six brothers. Wow. I'm the, the young, and the, the difference between is twenty years. So there's enough family members to keep 
Yes. yes. Keep the house going. Yes. <laughs> uh, do you see port port sales uh, going up, or are they kind of flat? I mean, port is it's a dessert wine for a lot of people. It's not a huge. Uh, the port wine. Um, I traditionally the, think of the old English guy with the cigar yes, yes. and having having I've, his port. And I, is that some, changing or is that? Uh, yes, I think they are changing. And uh, the Instituto Vinho do Porto is the organism that uh, is uh, that controls the ports, makes a lot of um, how do you call promotions mm-hmm. and uh, uh, and training. Right. Uh, people like songs and, and restaurants and yes, things like that yes and um, making some uh, some parties and uh, mm. I, don't, I don't know exactly the who's the biggest customer for port uh, internationally is it still England uh, not not English no uh, no Be- Belgium and the Netherlands it's very important huh. for us uh, very very strong huh. very strong uh, the United States, I think they're starting to grow up. Mm-hmm. It's uh, yeah. grow up. And, that's a good way yes. of putting it. <laughs> and I, I think I think the the people starting to 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 know and uh, about ports. Mm-hmm. And, I think uh, there's an appreciation for small artisanal craft brands like this is. It's not a huge house. Mm-hmm. Um, do you do events with like Taylor Flaggate and Sandman or no? You're totally different. No, it's different. That's just a commercial, yes, big yes. commercial product. Um, they it's they are very very important and they, mm-hmm. to in the promotion of port wine. Sure, you need them. But out there. we are completely different. Mm-hmm. We are more traditional houses, and uh, of course, um, we try to 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 explain and. Uh, there is a lots of people that uh, making, for example, um, learn to making cocktails for young people. That's where you're going. That would make sense. Uh, it's and, a cocktail uh, culture yes. we live in now. Yes. Even in France, kids don't uh, drink their own wines. Even the Burgundy producers, Bordeaux producers, they say the next generation, they could care less about wine. All they want to do is cocktails. Yes. So and let's make some port cocktails. Yes. Do you make port cocktails? Yes. <laughs> yes. Very interesting. What's your favorite? Nice. Give us a port cocktail that people should make. Tonic, it's very easy. Okay. Very easy, and uh, I recommend to try. Okay, listen up, everybody. Here comes the recipe. Okay. Go ahead. I'm going to read the okay. recipe. Yeah. Okay. It's one with white parts. Mm-hmm. Uh, for example, two, one part of port, mm-hmm. white port, mm-hmm. two parts of tonic, mm-hmm. okay. some ice, and some drops of lemon. Okay. That's Drink it. and then tell me. Okay. Now, if they <laughs> can't get the white fresh, ports, what are white. they going to do? Do you have any red or tawny cocktails? With red, um, usually <clears throat> they drink with um, lots of ice, mm-hmm. like caipirinha, but and some fruits, uh, strawberries, like okay. uh, blueberries. Huh. Uh, it would make sense to me because it's very dense fruit that you would put uh, more fruit and ice, and it would. Uh, yes, it's uh, very, very, very good. Cool. Are there any organic? Producers of import, anyone hundred percent organic? There are they they starting to yeah. appear uh, producer producers from uh, to to making organic wine. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, you guys are pretty organic. It's I mean, yes, far, farm small look, farm. Yeah. Here in the door, for example, uh, there is some culture like olive oil, and in the, the most of in the, in the vineyards. Um, 
that uh, we 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 making it's natural. The yeah. olive oil we don't use it nothing. For example, yeah. boy, uh, boy, there, everything is cooked in a ton of olive yes. oil here, and you you can't help but love it. I could drink it. It's so good. Yeah, you can of course. Do you make olive oil as well? Just for home. Just for home. Okay. Yes, and for the, the animals. <laughs> for the animals. <laughs> yes. When mean? I cook for for them. Wow. You're a big dog. <laughs> Lucy's a, a big dog lover. We have a German Shepherd that follows everywhere. No, um, but uh, no. I, it's just for home. It's a small. We produce and family, friends. Mm. Usually, mm. it's a yeah. small quantity. Yeah. <laughs> well. Um, Everybody should look for Casa Santa Euphemia. Yes. If, you can, if you're lucky, you can find some of the white 73 port. Good luck with that. Uh, but otherwise, it is uh, commercially available. It's in great restaurants in New York City. And um, I want to thank Lucia for thank being you. on Drinking on the Job podcast. <laughs> thank you, John. <laughs> and welcome to Dodo. <laughs> Thanks again for listening. Don't forget to check us out at dotjpodcast.com. Until then, I'll see you at the bar.